Brothers and sisters in Christ, welcome to the Daily Smith Wiggers World Devotional Podcast. My name is Victoria Eyal and I am your host for this podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today and without further ado, let us start with prayer. Father Lord God Almighty, King of Glory, we are about to study your word together in your Holy Spirit. Um, direct this moment so that as we read your word, that we understand it put in practice and follow you, Lord, in Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. Today's teaching is a double cure. A double cure, and we are going to read Acts chapter 1, verse 8, and Romans chapter 5, from verse 19 to chapter 6, verse 18. We are reading from the New King James Version, and we will start with Acts chapter 1, verse 8. So, Acts chapter 1, verse 8 But you shall receive power when the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and you shall be witness to me in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. Romans chapter 5 from verse from verse 19 to chapter 6 verse 18 For as by one man's disobedience many were made sinners, so also by one man's obedience many will be made righteous. Moreover, the law entered that the offense might abound, but where sin abounded, grace abounded much more. So that as sin reigned in death, even so grace might reign through righteousness to eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? Certainly not. How shall we, who died to sin, live any longer in it? Or do you not know that as many of us as were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? Therefore we were buried with him through baptism into death, that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. But we, for if we have been united together in the likeness of his death, certainly we also shall be in the likeness of his resurrection, knowing this, that our old man was crucified with him. That the body of sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves to sin. For he who has died has been freed from sin. Now if we died with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him, knowing that Christ, having been raised from the dead, dies no more. Death no longer has dominion over him, for the death that he died, he died to sin once for all. But the life that he lives, he lives to God. Likewise, you also reckon yourselves to be dead indeed to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Therefore, do not let sin reign in your mortal body, that you should obey it in its lusts. And do not present and do not present your members as instruments of unrighteousness to sin, but present yourselves to God as being alive from the dead, and your members as instruments of righteousness to God, for sin shall not have dominion over you. For you are not under law, but under grace. What then shall we sin because we are no we are not under law but under grace, certainly not. Do you not know that to whom you present yourself slaves to obey you are the ones slaves whom you obey, whether of sin leading to death and or of obedience leading to righteousness? But God be thanked that though you were slaves to sin, yet you obeyed from the heart that form of doctrine to which you were delivered, and having been set free from sin, you became slaves of righteousness. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to 
regard. So as we previously said, the title of this teaching is a double cure. We need a double cure. We don't just need saving, like being saved, like knowing that you're not going to hell, but we also need the baptism of the Holy Spirit. We need to be saved, we need to be cleansed, but we also need the baptism of the Holy Spirit. That's the double cure. There's, it's a good thing when you're saved, but when you receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit, it is something entirely new. You receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and there's a joy that you have that you could not have before. Um, there's a story here that means we go to watch it. It's about a man, a very rich man, who had a very flourishing business, but he was always upset with everything that was going on with the business and so on and so forth. He was not a Christian, so he did not cast his cares upon the Lord. He was like, he had everything, but he did not have God. And he was never really at peace, but he had a, a boy among his employees, his doorkeeper, who was always like whistling, always happy, always at peace. And then he was so curious that he asked him like, like what's it? What exactly? Like, why are you so happy? Why are you so like in peace? Why do I always find you whistling? What makes you happy? What makes you cheerful? And the boy replied, oh, I used to be miserable until I went to a little mission and heard about Jesus. Then I was saved and filled with the Holy Spirit. I am always listening inside. And if I'm not listening, I'm singing. I'm just full. You know the Bible verse which says that the joy of the Lord shall be your strength? This guy, because he was saved and filled with the Holy Spirit, was full of joy. I, I also acknowledge that there are Christians who are saved and who received the baptism of the Holy Spirit, but who are still living in depression. And I'm here probably today because the Holy Spirit has this message for you that you can be free from depression, that the Lord, that you, that the depression shall not have dominion over you. The Lord has set you free from that too. And it's now up to you to decide to walk in that path, to walk in that authority, to walk in that joy, because the word of the Lord says that with joy shall you draw water out of the well of salvation. So, yeah, it's a decision. And God revealed to me today that, that when you realize that you have symptoms of depression, don't wait for I don't know what. Realize that it is a spirit, a spirit of depression, and cast it out. You have the Holy Spirit in you, the power of the Holy Spirit is in you, so... Call that spirit by its name and command it to live. God wants us to be full of joy, to be full of the Holy Spirit, to walk in his ways, to, to have the full portion. He doesn't want us to just have like part of all that he's prepared for us in Christ Jesus. He wants us to enjoy all of it and we are free to enjoy all of it in Christ Jesus. So let's step up to who we are in Christ Jesus and decide that we will not let anything hinder our joy, our peace, and our fellowship with the Lord. And if you've not yet received the baptism of the Holy Spirit, you can ask God to fill you that you receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And he said that if we ask, he's going to give. So you have to ask with faith that you believe in that you receive. And at that moment you receive and you start praising God, thanking God, worshiping him. And at that moment, at the moment you see that uh, as the Spirit gives utterance, you start speaking with, uh, with other tongues. And okay, so we'll end with this quote by Smith Rickerswad. God is the essence of joy to us in a time when all seems barren. In times where all seems barren, when it seems that nothing can help us but the light from heaven that is far brighter than the sun, when that touches you and changes you, you realize nothing is worthwhile but that.
God is the essence of joy to us in a time when all seems barren, when it seems that nothing can help us but the light from heaven that is far brighter than the sun, when that touches you and changes you, you realize nothing is worthwhile but that. Let us pray. Father Lord God Almighty, King of Glory, we thank you for all. There is joy in Christ Jesus. There is joy, there is power, there is peace. So right now in the name of Jesus Christ, whosoever is in bondage to depression and whosoever is in bondage to depression, right now, spirit of, of depression, I speak to you right now, spirit of depression, spirit of hopelessness, you come out of this person now in the name of Jesus Christ. And I don't mean maybe, you live now in Jesus Christ's name. And whosoever has not yet received the baptism of the Holy Spirit but wants to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit, Father like Almighty, we pray that this person right now receives the baptism of the Holy Spirit. He said that we just have to ask and to believe. So we believe for this person right now. Receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit right now in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. So thank you so much for listening from the from start to finish, from the beginning to the end. If you've been edified by this teaching, subscribe and share this on social media. Subscribe so that you receive notifications when there's a new uh, podcast episode. Share so that you edify other people through this. And also make yourself available tomorrow to listen to the next episode by God's grace. It's one new episode every single day by the grace of the Lord. And finally, if you have prayer requests or testimonies or questions, you can contact me on Instagram or on Facebook, Dr. Victoria Eliot. So thank you so much. God bless you and goodbye.